0: Welcome back to The Dursch Show. You know
1: that my general rule of law in life is that the, the shoe must fit on the other foot. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. A single standard of justice, a single standard of everything, uh, a single standard of what's right and what's wrong. But now that the shoe's on the other foot and there's a movement, by the leaders of the Republican Party in the House to open an investigation leading toward the impeachment of uh, Joe Biden. Everything has changed. Um, Former President Trump now favors the impeachment of Biden. Now, I have a personal interest in this. I defended President Trump on the floor of the Senate. And in my speech defending him, speaking essentially, on behalf of the Constitution, on behalf of the presidency, and on behalf at that point of Donald Trump. I said that for a president to be impeached, you have to commit treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. And other high crimes and misdemeanors means criminal type behavior akin to treason or bribery. And I went over the history, how some of the framers of the Constitution, sought to include among impeachable offenses, maladministration, corruption, and how the father of the United States Constitution, James Madison rebuffed that and said, no, that would turn us into Great Britain where the prime minister serves at the pleasure of the parliament. All that parliament has to do is by one vote, have a vote of lack, lack of confidence or a failure to have a vote of confidence. That gets rid of the the prime minister. And Madison said, we don't want that. We want a strong president, president who serves four terms and can be impeached only for designated criminal type behavior. Treason, bribery, other high crimes and misdemeanors. And I prevailed in that argument. And a number of the Republican senators, I have to admit some of them are my, my former students, Uh, But not all of my former students voted with me. Romney voted against me, but uh, several of my other former students voted for me. But numerous members of the Republican Party came over to me, congratulated me for making that argument, for preserving the Constitution, for demanding that impeachment be reserved only for treason, bribery, and other high crimes and misdemeanors. Now some of these same people, including my former client, President Trump, are changing their tune. Uh, if So they impeach, this is what he says, so they impeach me over a perfect phone call and they don't impeach Biden for being the most corrupt president in the history of the United States, Mr. Trump wrote in all caps on his website. They persecuted us and yet Joe Biden, a stone-cold criminal, caught dead to right and nothing happens to him. Forget the family, nothing happens to him, the former president said at a rally. And then the worst offender, of course, is Congresswoman Green, who has already offered articles of impeachment against Biden even before the investigation. Here, I'll just read to you. Ms. Green, who was introduced to articles of impeachment against Mr. Biden, said she told Mr. Trump that she wanted the impeachment inquiry to be, quote, long and incruciatingly, excruciatingly painful for Joe. This is a representative, a member of Congress, somebody who without any basis in the Constitution wants the impeachment inquiry to be excruciatingly painful for Joe Biden. Well, as you know, I stand for principle. For me, the rules have to be the same for both Republicans and Democrats, for Trump and for Biden, for liberals and conservatives one rule, one interpretation of the Constitution, not the Lawrence Tribe interpretation and not the Congresswoman Green interpretation. You can't interpret the Constitution to support your candidate uh, the way radicals on both sides uh, try uh, to do that. And so I'm gonna fight against uh, my own uh, former client, President Trump and his efforts to um, impeach Biden unless evidence emerges of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Uh, I haven't seen that evidence. Now, you don't need evidence, certainly you don't need evidence beyond a reasonable doubt, to open an investigation, and that's all that's been done so far. But even by opening an investigation, it empowers the committees to issue subpoenas that might be questionable if they were just issuing subpoenas pursuant to their power to uh, oversee other branches of of the government for checks and and balances. Uh, An impeachment inquiry is a constitutionally authorized inquiry under the provisions of uh, the Constitution that set out the criteria for impeachment. Only the House can impeach and the House has to investigate. Frequently, before the House opens an impeachment inquiry, the whole House votes, uh, not for impeachment, not for guilt, but that there is a basis for opening a impeachment inquiry. Generally, they put forward the grounds for possible impeachment, and then they ask the committees to inquire as to whether there's sufficient evidence to support those grounds. Now, the Constitution doesn't tell us what the evidentiary criteria are. They tell us what the substantive criteria are, treason, bribery, other crimes and misdemeanors, but do those charges have to be proved by a preponderance of the evidence, by clear and convincing evidence, by proof beyond a reasonable doubt? Commentators back in the day, the 19th century, several said it had to be proved beyond a reasonable doubt because it was criminal in, in nature and that the Senate is, is the jury and the House of Representatives essentially is the is the grand jury. I wouldn't be so complimented by being called the grand jury. And, and it, it's also true that a Republican grand jury will often indict a ham sandwich, much the way a grand jury in the criminal context will in indict a person who the prosecution targets for for indictment, but the Constitution requires more. And Hamilton famously said that the greatest danger, not the second greatest danger, the greatest danger is that impeachment will turn on who has the most votes, on which party is in power. Remember, he said that at a time when we really didn't have a party system. We were beginning, you know, when President George Washington was the president, everybody voted for him. there were no two parties. Then when it transitioned to Adams, we got the Federalists on one side represented by John Adams and Alexander Hamilton who fought like children against each other. And on the other side, we had Jefferson and Burr who fought like children against each other. Welcome to America. We have a long tradition of internecine uh, warfare even within the parties and certainly between between the parties. But the Constitution ultimately set out uh, criteria for Impeachment uh, that received uh, the votes of uh, the vast majority of um, delegates to the Constitutional Convention, and then enough states, uh, Delaware, I think, was first. New York was among the last uh, to um, vote for the Constitution, which became the law upon the signing of a certain number of states. And since that time, obviously, we've had amendments Uh, to the Constitution, most famously the first 10, which were originally the first 12. You know, the Bill of Rights originally weren't the Bill of Rights. They were the first 12 amendments. I have copies of that, of the first congressional um, um, book uh, of debates, and they introduced the 12 amendments. And The first two had to do with how much pay you could give a member of Congress, and it was the Third Amendment that talked about freedom of speech. Imagine invoking your Third Amendment right to free speech, and your Seventh Amendment right not to incriminate yourself, and your Third Amendment right to bear arms. That's the way it was originally, but not enough states voted for the first two amendments, and so we Ended up with 10 amendments, which we call the Bill of Rights, in which Hamilton initially opposed because he didn't think you needed a Bill of Rights. He thought it was enough that Congress didn't have the power to regulate free speech or to establish religion or to do all the things that the Bill of Rights prohibits. Hamilton was wrong. Uh, the other founders who favored the Bill of Rights were, were correct, uh, Jefferson and Madison. And the Bill of Rights has been with us for a long time. Nobody likes all the Bill of Rights and almost everybody likes some of the Bill of Rights. Um, I think it was a famous actor who said, I don't know why the Second Amendment is the Second Amendment, it ought to be the First Amendment. It's more important to have guns than to have free speech. No, 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 no. Uh, No country that lacks free speech has ever been free and many countries that do not uh, constitutionalize the right to bear arms have been free. The vast majority of democracies don't constitutionalize the right to bear arms. It was an American invention, essentially, and uh, a couple of states now incorporate some right to bear arms, sometimes a relatively limited right, often subject to uh, regulation, but uh, I don't think you can pick and choose among the Bill of Rights. I, I support the Bill of Rights, and I don't think you can pick and choose about the criteria for impeachment. So I'm disappointed. I wish President Trump uh, would have said, look, it was wrong to impeach me and it would be wrong to impeach President Biden. Neither of us committed impeachable offenses, but I predicted. I predicted. I predicted on the floor of the Senate. I predicted in several of my books. Uh, I predicted in my columns. I predicted on this show that once the Democrats um, Um, impeached President Trump. The Republicans would do the same thing. When they got control of the House and they had a Democratic incumbent president, they would make a move toward impeaching him. Now, again, I'll make another prediction. This is a a soft prediction. I'm not so sure of this because this is not within my area of expertise. It depends on counting Republican votes. The soft prediction is I do not think they will get enough votes in the House of Representatives to actually impeach um, President Biden if the evidence remains the same. Now, if they find a smoking gun, obviously, uh, that would demonstrate bribery or treason or other criminal-type behavior akin to bribery and treason. Everything would change. But at the moment, there are enough Republicans, remember, there are a lot of Republican Not a lot, but a couple of handfuls of Republicans who make up the majority um, in the House of Representatives who come from districts that voted for Biden in the last uh, presidential election. So these are uh, Republican members of Congress that are in purple districts and could easily be beaten by a Democrat if they were to uh, support now the impeachment of the man that the people in their district voted for. So... There are a lot of political considerations that are coming to bear on this. But, you know, I have to tell you, if Biden were to be impeached on the basis of this evidence, and if he were to ask me to defend him on the floor of the Senate, he's not going to do that because he's going to think and his handlers are going to think, oh, my God, he defended President Trump. We don't want him to defend you. Of course, that would be a very smart thing to have the man who defended President Trump defend President Biden. And they're not going to ask me. But if they were to ask me, I would accept. Um, I would. uh, It would be easy. All I have to do is take out my argument that I made on the floor of the Senate and change a few words here and there. Uh, It would be the same argument because it's the same constitutional convention. It's the same words in the Constitution. Uh, It's the same arguments. Um, In fact, I think you know this. But the original title for my book, which ultimately became a bestseller, The Case Against Impeaching Donald Trump, the original title of that book was The Case Against Impeaching Hillary Clinton. I actually have a mock cover that was done by my publisher, because what happened is when Hillary Clinton was leading in the 2016 election and Republicans were saying, we're going to impeach her on the day she uh, gets elected. Some said, well, impeach her on the day she um, is inaugurated. I started to write a book. Uh, the case against impeaching Hillary Clinton, because there were no allegations of high crimes and misdemeanors that would justify uh, impeachment. And then something happened on the way to the forum. Obviously, Trump got elected. Um, Hillary Clinton didn't get elected. And so they started to impeach uh, Trump. The, The Democrats didn't. So I took my manuscript, changed a few words here and there, and produced a book called The Case Against Impeaching Trump. So if they impeach if they impeach or get close to impeaching Biden, but just take out my old manuscript and change a few words and I'll have a book called, The Case Against Impeaching, The Case Against Impeaching um, President Biden. I don't think I'll have to write that book. I don't think I will write that book, but if it comes to it, I will write that book. And if I were asked to defend him, I will. Defend him because I'm not defending him as an individual any more than I was really defending Donald Trump as an individual. I was defending the Constitution. I was defending the presidency. I was defending equal justice uh, under law. I mean, he continued to do that, which will always mean I have very few friends. I have a lot of fair weather friends. You'll see from the letters today, remarkable, remarkable how everything has changed. All the people who adored me and who loved me and who thought I was a constitutionally principled person now say, how dare you uh, defend President Biden against charges of impeachment? Of course, he's committed impeachable offenses. Uh, Many of my listeners and viewers do not pass the shoe on the other foot uh, test. Some do. Uh, Some letters did say you're principled. You're opposed to both the impeachment of Trump and the impeachment of uh, Biden. As I said yesterday, and as I'll say it again, I am in favor of the appointment of a real, a real independent uh, counsel, special counsel, a real uh, impartial, real objective, real neutral, real nonpartisan uh, special counsel to look into the serious allegations against Joe Biden and their serious allegations. I don't have any evidence at this point in time that they're true, but I want to hear the evidence. I want to see where the evidence takes us. I want to know whether or not Joe Biden knew his son was making a phone call um, saying he was speaking essentially on behalf of the vice president. I want to know whether he was aware of some of the tweets. I want to know where the money trail leads. All of that is important. I want to make sure that the the laptop is thoroughly vetted and investigated I want to make sure uh, what all the facts were surrounding the firing of the prosecutor in Ukraine and any role that Burisma might have played in in that decision. I've heard both sides of that issue. I've heard the claim that uh, the attorney, uh, a prosecuting attorney, was favorable to Burisma. I've heard the claim that he was unfavorable to Burisma. How would I know? How would you know what the truth is until we? see the evidence until we hear whether there are any tape-recorded phone calls, any emails, any tweets, any, any uh, messages, anything that would validate one side or the other. Allegations are easy to make. Smoke can be produced, but smoke sometimes is the result of a genuine fire. Sometimes it's a result of a fire set by an arsonist. And we have to know what the facts are. I am not convinced that the Republican majority in the House will conduct a fair investigation of potential impeachable offenses against Joe Biden. Just as I was not convinced that the Democrat House would have and did conduct a fair investigation of Donald Trump. House of Representatives is always controlled by one party or the other. It's the worst forum in which to have an objective investigation. It will always be partisan. It will always be rights for me, but not for thee. It will always be, let's create a narrative that supports our prospects in the next election. So what uh, I'm hoping for is uh, something that probably won't happen, but we can put pressure on the Justice Department to do it, to appoint a really independent special counsel. You know, my idea its a little complicated. What I want is for the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, to appoint three advisors, um, former judges, former justices, they won't be themselves, special counsel, special anything. They would just, the three of them would recommend who should be appointed special counsel and the president would assure the public that he would accept that recommendation. And that to me, that two-step process would assure us that somebody like Edward Levy, uh, the man who replaced all the corrupt former attorney generals under Nixon, some of whom went to jail, um, and and would give us uh, an independent investigation. And again, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If I were Joe Biden and I were innocent, which I hope he is, and I think he is, maybe that's a bias because I'm a Democrat and I have no Joe Biden for uh, what... Um, 40 years. Um, if I were Joe Biden and I were innocent, I'd be the one calling for that special counsel. I'd want to make sure he was independent. I'd want to make sure he was nonpartisan. I would support the Dershowitz plan. Three people pick the next special counsel. Uh, I would do that. I would think that that would be the best way to clear the air, the best way to vindicate himself, the best way to exonerate himself, the best way to show that the smoke wasn't covering up a fire of his making or his son's making. You know, a special counsel might conclude that that, uh, Joe Biden was innocent, but that his son was guilty of more serious crimes than uh, failure to pay taxes on time and failure to put his drug problem on a gun license. He, He might find that there was Uh, some corruption in his accepting so much money uh, for doing so little um, uh, on behalf of uh, uh, of foreign countries. Uh, But, uh, you know, you're right. If you say I'm living in dreamland, I don't think we're going to see this two-tier system. I don't think we're going to see Garland pick pick a a, a really independent council to investigate not the classified information, that's nothing, but to investigate the uh, real serious allegations that have been made. So I don't think we're gonna see that. I think we're gonna see very predictable partisan endeavors over the next few months. We're gonna see very rough investigations. We're gonna see Congresswoman Green's um, hope come true that it will be excruciatingly painful for uh, President Biden. It will uh, occupy much of his time at a time when it's really necessary for him to be addressing himself to the economy, to the border, to um, external enemies, and to a range of other issues that uh, are so important for all Americans. Uh, You know, what I hate and what's going to happen, of course, is the 2024 election is not going to be about the issues that Americans really care about. It's going to be who's the worst criminal. Uh, Is it? the Biden crime family with the aura of corruption? Or is it gonna be Donald Trump who's facing four indictments? Um, uh, that's not the way the framers intended American elections to be like. It would not be the first time that there were corrupt people who were running for, for office. Uh, uh, you know, President Harding was not above uh, reproach and there have been others in our history about whom there have been serious uh, questions um, and and investigations, including Lyndon Johnson. Uh, But um, it's gotten much, much more partisan and much more divisive and uh, much more contentious uh, over the past uh, couple of decades, particularly over the past decade. So please, please, please adopt my view. Uh, Have a, a very good special... Council appointed, and uh, stop with the impeachment because it's not going anywhere. I do not believe that President Biden committed impeachable offenses while he was president of the United States. You may say maybe he committed impeachable offenses while he was vice president. Unclear whether the criteria for impeachment go back to when you were vice president. Uh, You, again, the Democrats say you can be impeached after you left office. So there are some who will now say, Oh my God, you can't impeach Biden, he's out of office. But you were the same people who said you could impeach Trump for being out of office. Now, the difference, of course, is Trump was impeached while out of office, second impeachment, for alleged crimes that he committed while in the presidency. Whereas if they go back to Biden's vice presidency, he would be being impeached while president for alleged impeachable offenses committed before he was president, while he was vice president. What interesting legal issues. What a time to be a lawyer, even a retired professor, and a commentator on this uh, wonderful um, front of this wonderful audience on my talk show. So uh, stay tuned. You know, keep listening. out regard, regard to what side you're on, whether you want to see Trump impeached or, and prosecuted, whether you want to see Biden impeached and his son prosecuted, stay tuned. You'll hear it straight here. Now let's turn to some some letters. Um, Is not securing a border a reason for impeachment? No, it's not. It's a reason for voting against the candidate. But it's not a crime. It's not criminal type behavior. Funny how the comments are no longer appreciating how fair and balanced Dershowitz is when the shoe is on the other foot. Just what I've been been saying, and I'm not going to read you all the comments, but I would say 90% of them have been critical since my show uh, yesterday, uh, saying, how can you be so stupid as to think that Biden did not commit impeachable offenses, then citing all these non-impeachable offenses as a basis for impeachment. One of them was really good. Um, and, and that was by saying, isn't it an impeachable offense to be too old? I, I can't put my finger on that right now. Um, but uh, no, the answer is it's, it's not an impeachable offense to be too old. It might be subject, uh, under the 25th amendment, if the age is coupled with, um, incapacity, but it would have to be coupled with incapacity. All right. You have to stop talking about guns. Every time you put on display a little, you know, about them. Well, I know enough about guns to know that they kill. And don't give me that stuff that guns don't kill. Of course they kill. Uh, They need people behind them to kill. But you have people without guns killed far, far, far less frequently than people with easy access to guns. Just look at the difference between murder rates in England and Japan and um, even even Israel, which, um, you know, people are armed in Israel, but they're members of the armed forces. They're carrying. They are a well-regulated militia. But gun ownership, individual gun ownership is, is not easy in Israel. And now, in fact, the right wing is trying to make it easier. Uh, But uh, I I know enough about guns to know that not having guns in a society reduces the number of people killed. Yeah, I know. Self-defense. Yeah, I know that criminals uh, won't listen to the law. I know all of those arguments, but the statistics are uh, unassailable. Countries with guns that are equivalent to the United States in terms of mental illness, in terms of all the other factors, If you make guns easily available, more people die from self-inflicted gunshot wounds, but mostly from wounds and deaths uh, committed by people with guns, particularly young men who belong to gangs and who live in in cities, um, uh, although uh, murder rates are very high in the South, uh, in, in rural areas as well as in urban areas. But guns do clearly contribute to high murder rates in some parts of the world more than others. Uh, so what was Trump's high crimes and misdemeanors that the Dems impeached Trumped over? None, that's my point. I didn't think there were uh, high crimes and misdemeanors. That's why I defended him. but two wrongs don't make a right. Two wrongs make a fight. And that's not, uh, that's not good enough. I really think Biden did commit treason when he was vice president. I think we have the evidence before us and that's why they want to impeach him. The evidence is Hunter's laptop. Also, investigation needs to be done into Ukraine. Oil deal, billions of dollars promised by the government to the Ukraine, but only if they remove the person investigating Hunter in the oil company. Those are not impeachable offenses. Those are reasons for voting one way or the other. Um, one reason we have an impeachment inquiry is because the Bidens won't release their financial records. Or their bank records. It's that simple. But remember that neither did Donald Trump want to release his records, even his tax records. Um, Professor, on Monday, you commented that had you been at the Constitutional Convention, you would have voted against the Second Amendment as it's currently worded. What wording of the Second Amendment would have gained your support? First, I wouldn't have had a Second Amendment. I would, don't think it belongs in the Constitution. I think it belongs to the states. Every state should be able to regulate it. There should be national regulations of some kind to uh, influence uh, interstate transportation. But if you're going to have a constitutional amendment, I would say that uh, the right to bear arms shall be subject to reasonable regulation by the states in accordance with the particular needs of different locations and and regions. Uh, One size doesn't fit all when it comes to gun ownership. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, I recently saw you in a panel of lawyers discussing impeachment during the Nixon years. Yeah, Uh, you can find it on Google. My son just sent it to me. I didn't remember what I said. I was amazingly consistent with what I've said now. I said, you don't need a statutory crime, but you need essentially criminal type behavior, which is what I've said over the past 50 years. Uh, your position on the process was needed to get facts Seem very reasonable. Have you changed your views? No. No, I still think we need to gather facts. I think that the difference is 50 years ago, you might have trusted Congress to gather the facts in an objective fashion. Today, you can't do that. That's why it requires a special counsel. Last letter. Garland will never appoint a special counsel. He's afraid of his boss. He could have appointed one a year ago. He didn't. He didn't follow the rules when he appointed one for Hunter. I have a feeling Democrats will be sorry they opened this door. They have been down this road before. They didn't learn from their mistakes. I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, Final letter. Would it be an impeachable offense if Biden had been using the DOJ to get sweetheart deals with his cases? And the answer is no. Um, That may be unethical. It may be improper. It's not treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. So keep writing me. Keep disagreeing with me. I love the letters that disagree with me. And they're generally, not always, generally polite. Some said no, if you don't want if you don't want them impeached, you're wrong. I know that my alarm goes off at six o'clock to remind me that unfortunately the show is over for the week. See you next week.